0: In Pashalach, we have the story of Pashas Amon. The man was the bread, the miracle that Akkadish Baruch gave to Yisrael. And every day for the 40 years that they were in the Midbar the man fell from the sky. Every morning, and I gave them food for that day. The lesson of the man. The Torah says, I'm going to give you the man. The man and I said to test him, Are they going to go with my Torah or not? We need to understand what does it mean. What was the Nisayin, what was the, so to speak, test of the man? Are we going to, Are we going to go with Hashem's Torah or not? The man lasted throughout the time of the Midbar until they came to Eretz Yisrael. So they came to Eretz Yisrael, so the apostle tells us that after crossing the Yarden, they ate from the produce of Eretz Yisrael, it was on the second day of Pesach, and then, that was the last day that Eretz Yisrael ate man, and from then on, we never had man again. Now, we know that the man wasn't just a solution to a problem. The Jewish people didn't have food, and therefore Hashem has to provide some kind of sustenance in the desert where nothing's going to grow, so he sends them on. We know that there was a profound lesson in the mon. So much so that Chazal tell us that the Torah was given specifically to the people who eat man. What was the uniqueness of eating the mon that qualified people? To, let, to receive the Torah that's the first point we have to talk about that the Torah was specifically given to the Eich Liyama. now if you look at another amazing point there's a story that the Nabi tells us right after the Pasuk we quoted before in Yeshua right after the Pasuk where it says that the Mon ceased so the next Pasuk tells us What happened when Yeshua was in Erechah? And he went out And he saw Someone Holding a sword And Yeshua goes up And he asks him Are you on our side Or are you on our enemy's side? And The figure that Yeshua sees Responds and he says no I'm the side of Hashem I'm the general in the army of Hashem. I told Basi, now I've come. And Yeshua frustrates himself, it says, and he asks, He asks, What is my master coming to instruct his servants? In other words, he understood that the Malach had come to give him a message, and he showed his willingness to accept whatever the Malach wanted to tell him. And what does the Malach tell him? The Malach tells him, Take off your shoes. The place he's standing is Kodesh. Take off your shoes. And the Passover says, okay, That's what Yeshua does, he takes off his shoes. And that's the end of the story. The following Passover, beginning of Farek already begins the campaign to destroy Yerichay. And we left wondering what was the point of this mission. The Malach came specially to tell Yeshua to take off his shoes. What was Yeshua meant to learn from the experience? What did the malach need to come for? And if you're really trying to analyze the story, then I want to ask another question as well. And I want to ask, what was Yeshua's uncertainty? Did he not know it was a malach? Did he think it was a a, a, a K'nani armed armed, uh, soldier? Or did he think it was one of the Jews who he didn't recognize? Yeshua was a Navier. He definitely recognized it was a malach. Something spiritual. So what was this topic then? Are you on our side or our enemy side? And what was the resolution to that question? So let's understand in context the story and how and what the lesson we can learn from it is. The Gemara in Megillah adds a few more lines to the story. And the Gemara says that the Malach told Yeshua, you've done two things wrong. The Malach said, Yesterday afternoon you didn't bring the Kaba and the daily offering you were meant to bring. And now you're you being Nechshal, you sinned with little Torah, without letting Torah. And Yeshua asks the Malach, which of these two reasons did you come? And the Malach's answer, I tell Basi, I came for the crime that you're committing now. The fact that there's bitter terror. Why was it bitter terror? What happened specifically then that would cause there to be bitter terror? And would cause the Malach to come in objection of the fact that there was Bittle Terror? And the answer is because the man had stopped the day before. What's the connection between the man and the Torah? Like we saw, the Gemara says that the Torah was only given to Eichle and now that they were no longer Eichle so now there was a certain drop in their level of Torah. How are the two connected? And the answer is, the Gemara, the Pasuk, I mean, the Mishnah says in Perkei if there's no Torah, there's no food. If there's no food, there's no Torah. Why is the one dependent on the other one? And specifically, we see in the case of the Mon, that the Jewish people needed the Mon, so to speak, to deserve the Torah. And when they lost the Mon, there was a decline in their Torah daily. So let's take the one part of the Mishnah first. If there's no Torah, there's no food Why? Because we know that food Like all bracha, Kaddish Baruch, Baruch Hu Sends down to the world from Shemaim has to be deserved And by accepting the Torah from Shemaim So we deserve braha from Shemaim as well And that's why it was in the schutz of Moshe That the mine fell It was in the schutz of Moshe who gave us the Torah because by accepting the Torah in the Hashemayim, now we deserve bracham and Hashemayim also. That bracham and Hashemayim really applies to everything we eat. The bracham and Hashemayim really applies to all our sustenance. Except normally it's not so clear. Because normally we don't see directly that the brach is coming from Hashemayim. Normally people can be fooled into thinking that brach is coming from here. It's coming from what the ground produces. It comes comes from the labor of the farmer. It needs a certain understanding to appreciate that wherever it is that we're getting, is always brachim in Hashemayim. But by the moment it was clear. It literally fell from Hashemayim, And it fell every day and to show clearly that Hashem's giving you the, the, the nourishment, Hashem's giving you the food. And that's why there was a visible... Tangible expression of that in the man which they could see every day as it fell from the And being as they saw the miracle and they realized that we have to deserve the man. They realized that this is so to speak the way HaKadosh Baruch is rewarding us for having accepted Torah So eating the man showed the Jewish people, reminded them of their commitment to keeping the Torah. And when a person would wonder, where am I going to find food in a a hostile desert where there isn't any food? I need the man. If I need the man, then I need the Torah. If I'm expecting a Kodesh Barakotah to send brachim and Hashimayim, and I have to accept the Torah min And that's why the monk can't do When it came to eating from the crops of Eretz Yisrael, when it came to eating from food which had grown from the ground, now that stark reality that Lechem comes from Hashem, that food comes from Hashem, wasn't as clear. And therefore, the corollary that we need to learn Torah in order to deserve food was also less clear. The mon stopped falling and there was a marked decline in Klai Israel's limerah That's just the first point. I'd like to suggest something. We said, the past success, that when it came to the mon, it was a test. The man As a test, are they going to Walk with my Torah. And we asked what was the test? We found that expression walking with the Torah in other places in the Torah too. The Torah tells us, If you're going to walk with it, my chokim. That's introductory then. For which the reward is all the brachas Hashem is going to give us. What does it mean to walk with the chukkim, to walk with the Torah? That she says, that you're going to be learning Torah. That's what it means to walk with the Torah. A person so totally engrossed with Torah, wherever they walk, with Torah. If that's the case, so it's the same thing over here. I'm giving you the man, the man and The going to be the litmus test. How much are you walking with the Torah? How much are you a How much are you involved in Torah? It becomes the focus of your thoughts wherever you walk, it becomes part of your mindset, whatever you do. Because the Torah was given to Iqhlayama. That's the one side of the Mishnah. The other side is true as well. The other side is, if the Jewish people stop learning Torah, then there's going to be no Kemach. If we're not accepting the Torah in the Shemaim, the Hashem is going to withhold the brachim in the Shemaim as well. main Torah and An observation. Every major Jewish tragedy... The first Khurban, the second Khurban, the Holocaust and many others as well, was preceded by a famine, was preceded by hunger, whether it was during the siege of Yerushalayim, during both of the destructions, whether it was the general hunger in the world after the great crash of 1929, which got worse and worse until the Holocaust. Every destruction was preceded by famine. Why? And the answer is that was the warning sign. Im Aim Torah and Kamach. If there's no food, it's because there's not enough Torah. And Hashem's showing that. He's showing you that you know why you're going hungry. It's because there's not enough Torah. And if there isn't Torah, there isn't food. So when there is a time of hunger a time of famine a time of needs which aren't being fulfilled. So we have to look to uh, is there a lack in Torah learning. Because that would be the first symptom that there's a deficiency in terror is that there's less Barakh in the world as well. Now let's go back to the Navi. With that in mind so what happens is the moon stopped falling and Israel's level of Torah learning dropped as well. Now this is critical, because there's not going to be mon again, like the Pesach says. The mon was a once-off in our history, it's not coming back again. And if our Torah learning is going to be based on eating mon, then by losing the mon, it suffered an irreversible loss. That's when the Malach comes. The very following Pasak. after saying that the mon ended, the Malach comes to Yeshua. Yeshua knew it was a Malach. But the Malach came to with an outstretched sword. And that's why Yeshua didn't know what the Malach's message was. And the Malach says to him, Yeshua says to the Malach, Are you coming to help us? Or are you an enemy? Are you coming to punish? And the Malach's answer was, There's bitter terror. And if there's brittle terror, then the Malach who's meant to be the Malach, who's Lonwata, who's our Malach, who's meant to fight for us. Rashi and the Novi said this was Michal, who's considered, so to speak, the Malach who defends Kla Yisrael. But I'm not going to be for you if he's not Torah. And that was the message to Yeshua. Because of the second point, also like we'll see, there is the dinner. The question of how much camera, how much food is going to be depends on There's Another point which depends on terror also, and that is how much we're going to be protected. And the Malach comes to Yeshua and he warns him, and he says, "Anvesar tzva Hashem. Normally Michal's job is to defend, is to defend, to protect Israel. But if there's not going to be enough terror training, you're going to lose that protection. And he tells Yeshua to take off your shoes. That's, that says that the master takes off your shoes. The sign of a Venus. He said, there's a lack of terror dating. you can sit shiva on Klai Yisra. You want to go to battle, you're going to be destroyed. If there isn't this chus of the terror, you can take up your shoes now already as a sign of mourning for the Jews who are going to fall in battle. Tremendous. And the message to Yeshua was, it's your job as the leader to mechazik the Not only because the amounts of food like we saw Depends on our protection as well. Says the Gemara. Yeshua's response. The night before battle. We're going to spend the night learning. We need the protection. So that it has to come from the Torah. Let's take it a bit deeper. Every day. There needed to be the man which fell that day. Every day there needed to be the limelatera to make it deserved. But we see an amazing thing. On Friday a double portion of man fell. Now we know the reason was because the man wasn't going to fall on Shabbos. And so there had to be an extra level of, extra dose, extra amount of man on Friday so that the Jewish people have what to eat for Shabbos as well. That's for sure true. Was the past success. But the second point here too Friday deserves a double portion. If that's the case, so there should be a certain intensity of learning Torah on a Friday. If we need more man, we need more Torah. And if if that's the case, then Friday, which has the kayak to bring down a double portion of man, it needs a double khalik of Torah too. What's special about Friday? So if you're going to explain maybe with the words of the Bala Kabbalah and they talk about each day having its own midah, its own spiritual strength and what we call about the Koyach of Friday the sixth of the seven days the sixth midah is the midah Yosef at Tzaddik. What do we see by Yosef? Two things. The first one is he was responsible for all the food in the world. Anyone who to food had to come through Yosef. Yosef was feeding the entire humanity of his time. The Kayach of Kamech of food. Yosef was Shailat on Yosef ruled that. That was that murder. But we see a second part of Yosef's mirror also. And that is, more than anybody else, the Torah tells by Yosef wherever he was, Hashem was with him. Whether it was in Mitzrayim, whether it was in the house of Potiphar, whether it was in the cells of the Mitzray dungeon, Hashem was with Yosef. Hashem was there to protect him. Shmira. We recall in Rosh Hakosh the mirror, side has two manifestations. The one is it's the source of bracha. bracha this is Maina Bracha The is the it's the source of bracha. So that, just like by Yosef he represented it, the food of the world came through Yosef. Same thing that middah of Yosef can bring an extra portion of it. And the second place, the Torah tells us if we're going to keep the mitzvahs, the v'ayya tishmon is the you're going to guard the mitzvah then v'shamar Hashem elekech Hashem is going to guard you protection the second part of that mitzvah is that just like Yosef Hashem was him to protect him so it brings protection the Torah has the ability to bring down the heavenly bracha, like we saw. And the second point, it brings protection. And that's what the Malach told Yeshe. Am I with you or against you? I'm your angel. and the sights of the tzva Hashem. I'm, so to speak, the general in fighting your battles. But I'm only going to be with you if you learn Torah. When we learn Torah, then Hashem sends the Malachim to guard you. To fight for you, to protect you. And if there's no Tariqashadam, then the Malach isn't able to do that. That's the principle. The principle of the Man. was the test. The Kali Yisrael are going to see so much more clearly by the month that sustenance comes from Hashemayim, And what we're going to learn from that is that it obligates us. An extra level of acceptance of the Torah in And and as a result, if on Yom we want a double portion, then we need to give it. We need to intensify our Torah on Yom also. I heard from the Mashkeiach Rabbi Yehuda Diansky, B'shem Ruchatzkod Avinu that he said, the Sultan picks his battles. Of course, he wants people never to learn Torah, to always do various, but it's not always going to happen. So the Satan chooses where's the, the times where people are going to gain the most from learning. And that's where he focuses all his energies on trying to stop them. And the great Meshkech of Chaz Kalev three examples. Times when Nimura Torah is more efficacious spiritually and times, therefore, the Satan is even more driven to try and prevent people learning. He said the first one is Purim. Purim, as you know, is the day of Kabbalah Satara. And with the distractions and atmosphere of Purim, it becomes a day where most people don't learn a word. The second is Chanukah. Chanukah is, is a time when we are mischazik in the Torah And Hanukkah becomes a time when there's more interruptions to learning than most of the year. And the third example he gave was Arab Shabbos. And as you've seen there's a special Koyach of Torah of Arab Shabbos. A double Torah which can bring down a double portion of man. And therefore the Sultan focuses his energies on making Arab Shabbos a day where people waste more time. But if you've learned the rule you've understood the secret then we we know that the way to unlock greater amounts of bracha is by learning more Torah. The way to deserve more Shmirah, more protection, is through Torah. And specifically those times when there's that midah, which brings about that flow of Divine bracha, that midah which causes that protection, so then it's to even more. to everyone's learning during the week, So, we're already connected to the Koyah HaTorah. We see the importance of learning on Fridays also. Maybe even more so. It gives us an extra ability to mischazak, An extra ability to connect to the Koyah HaTorah on a day when that connection, the middle of the day, so to speak, makes the Limit of the even more effective. Even more powerful. And the Limit of the Saman, even if we're not eating the man anymore. But we keep the lesson on the man. And that is that In kemach in The fact that we want Hashem to sustain us, that becomes the fact which forces us, which reminds us of our obligation to always learn terah. The man came in his chos of Moshe because the terror came in his chos of Moshe too.